0: Freaking exhausting. ...weekend mostly uh, for your... And, of course, it's it's now it brings out all of the 27. By the way, we'll talk to Levi Weshi coming up here, uh, the head coach of the Hawks, after they go, man, Whew. Bozeman winning. It's for Christensen. Fantastic point guard for the basketball team, but what an amazing uh, quarterback as well. He did it all, uh, getting the winning two-point conversion, and... Dylan taking down Columbia Falls in overtime. Whew. I mean, had I not been in Manhattan calling that overtime thriller, I would have loved to have been at Dylan calling that one. But Class A champs for the first time since 2016, the Dylan Beavers, and uh, beating the Wildcats of Columbia Falls, and uh, and doing it in dramatic fashion, literally. Dylan up 36-35. To to get the win. Two point conversion. Walk off victory. The ninth title for Dillon. And Dillon now tied for second place behind Mile City. Mile City with eleven championships. Dillon and Sydney each have nine state championships. But the Wildcats going nine and three this year and whew, Losing to Dillon twice. Dillon was up. Columbia Falls fought back, sent it to O. T. Oh man. I mean, can you can't ask for a better better game and a better finish than that? I mean, a walk off to win state. It's like Dougie Peoples' walk off three pointer to win state basketball a couple of years ago in Missoula, Florence Carlton in the Class B, and it was a defensive battle and. Nobody in Class B has ever won three consecutive, but the Falcons did it this year, and they had to do it with the defense. 21-14 final, and it started, you know, pick six, Drew Wagner, and looked like the route might be on in the first quarter, but then Manhattan battled back and really shut down Florence's offense in, in big-time fashion second and third quarters, really. And, man, I mean, you talk about two fantastic defenses. It was, it was on display uh, for the Tigers and the Falcons f- both. But Falcons get the job done. Uh, we're averaging 45.6 coming in. Trailed at the half, 14-7. to 7. And then Manhattan comes back with two touchdowns for Michael Stewart, junior quarterback, who's going to be very good next year, Cal and Fenno. They scored with about 421 to play in the half and then a minute and a half to go in the second quarter. Got it done, hit the two-point conversion the second time, went up 14-7. And the the 28-yarder from Stewart to Fenno to take the lead was very, very pretty. (laughs) That's all I can say. It was just absolutely beautiful uh Mason Arlington quarterback for Florence Carlton scored in the third quarter and then nobody scored until overtime and uh, Florence got the ball first the 10 scored on the third down play and then Manhattan had a had a chance they had a really really good chance and just got stuffed and it reminded me of Missoula a couple of years ago, the Cat Grizz game, the miracle in Missoula, when the Cats forced a fumble at the goal line to to win it. And that's exactly what happened when Florence Carlton forced a fumble uh, from George Stenberg, who was headed in to, to get things tied up and, or to get within one and potentially win it on a two-point conversion walk-off. That would have been crazy to have two of those. But ball pop lose, Florence recovered it, and... And that's, that's how, uh, how it, the Class B game ended. And that was a fun one to call. And I appreciate Brad Ballantyne and everybody at Manhattan for setting us up with NFHS and uh, getting that game on and getting a great game going. In Belt, the eight-man, Fairview finishes unbeaten. Belt's only two losses this year, both to Fairview. First game of the year and the last game of the year. 40-28, to 28, Fairview wins it at Belt. Second title in school history second in the last five years. And very, very good football game up there in Belt. That would have been a fun one to watch as well. And then (laughs) the six man, it wasn't as close as we had thought, but it was still high scoring. And Centerville wins over Freud Lake to win its first ever six-man crown. And Miners get it done. Centerville had a lot of success in Class uh, C, eight men, before dropping down to uh, six man And Centerville gets the job done, as I said. Luke Kelly, he's going to be our auto contest performance of the week, and you could really give it to a multitude of people. Kellen Harrison had five touchdowns, four through the air for the Hawks, and their win Friday. But Luke Kelly, nine touchdowns. Get the 63-48 victory. Uh, third title in school history, I beg your pardon. Kelly and Mason Detman put on a show as the quarterbacks. Freud Lake trying to win a third title in four years. But Centerville, man, what a game. What a game for uh, for the Miners and, and the fans. And... and I'm told that the crowd in, in Medicine Lake was absolutely wonderful and huge. Uh, Kelly scored seven times on the ground, passed for two, and he's our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. You need uh, your auto enhancement done. Get a hold of the Auto Enhancement Professionals, Auto Concepts, and Helena. 111 combined points and was the most in the six-man state championship since 2003. Geraldine and Custer put up 158 combined in that one. But congratulations to all of the state champs this year, and congratulations to uh, Luke Kelly, our auto contest performance of the week. All right. Jason Walker Show rolls on here from Belgrade Special Events Center inside the uh, -the off-the-wall advertising man cave. We'll talk to Levi Weshey coming up shortly. Bozeman, High head coach. It's lunchtime right now, so it's kind of quiet. We've had a lot of great students stop by, ask about the Jason Walker Show, ask about Continental Divide Radio, and uh, perhaps we'll be uh, debuting some podcasting from kids in Belgrade. I've talked to a couple of uh, groups that are interested in in getting into podcasting, and uh, it's the way to go. It's the way of the future. Oh, all right. Now we got to talk about the other game, state championship, Saturday in Missoula. And it was over basically before it began. It was, what are the Bobcats doing? Trying to get... I know the Grizz have won seven straight and beaten some pretty good opponents. South Dakota State, the number one overall seed. The Grizz, number two. Grizz can host all the way through the semifinals. It is interesting because it does set up a potential if the Cats were to all the way as a number six, make a run, you could have Cat Grizz semifinal in Missoula. You think the normal Cat Grizz game's crazy? How nuts would that be? But the Grizz, 10-1, and one, they earned it. They earned the win. They earned the two-seed. They earned everything that's, they've gotten this year. And we gave them, a lot of people gave them a lot of crap after the NAU loss. Well, they settled on a quarterback... McDowell is amazing, and that belief that the Grizz have right now is a lot more than what the Bobcats would have at this point, I would think. If I'm a cat, I'm sitting there thinking, what is our coaching staff doing? So, man, <laughs> I I don't have any answers to that. So... All I know is ugly, and as a Bobcat fan, that's that's the only word you can use. Absolutely ugly. Congratulations to the Grizz, though. They earned it, and they earned that two seed. Grizz will take on the winner of the Lafayette-Delaware game, which will play the first round on Saturday in Delaware. And then the Grizz and Cats both will host second-round games December 2nd. And, man, <laughs> Grizz got the momentum right now. There's no question about that. South Dakota, the three seed. Idaho, the four seed. Uh, Albany's the five. Cats at six. Furman, seven. Villanova, eight. Cats would have, if you if you win that game on Saturday, you're the number two seed. You're hosting through the semifinals. Like, SDSU favored to win it all, and they should be. They're the champs until someone beats them on the field. A championship game, January 7th. It's a Sunday in Frisco. I trust and follow real well. He said the Cats wanted to be more forceful, more pressure, be able to run the ball down your throat, and they did that. In week two, they showed it. They wanted to compete with South Dakota State. They did it. They could have won that game, probably should have won that game. And it's almost like the Cats have been just coasting since week two of the season. They didn't coast on Saturday. They didn't get off the bus. And as a Bobcat fan, it hurts to say that, but it's the truth. That's one thing you'll find here on the Jason Walker Show is the truth. And the Cats played horrendous and got outcoached, outplayed, out out everything in that game. The Walk-Up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned and operated. Check them out, yourcustomlog.com. We are uh, about 20 minutes away from students starting to roll back in. We'll take a break. And when we come back to the -the off-the-wall man cave on the road today on a Monday for career fair in Belgrade. Man. What a fun time this has been. We'll talk to Levi Wesche, the head coach of the state champion Bozeman Hawks. That's coming up next. This is the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit,
1: superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations.
0: Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals
2: summer the season to work hard play hard the days are heating up and getting longer the smell of fresh cut grass the hot sun on your skin <laughs> we kidding we all know you're really thinking about having fun relaxing at the copper club casino meet your friends for a cold one play a fiver or two when you want great service cold drinks and fun entertainment this is the place the copper club casino where everybody knows your name any time of year on euclid Crossing from the center the copper club casino
0: Jason Walker here, and if you're like me, some nights are mine to cook at home, and there's only one place that I know I can trust for a quick, easy meal for my family. Dinner's done right. When I stop into Dinner's Done Right, I trust that there will be a great selection of food that is healthy and easy to cook, either that night with their ready-to-make dinners, or I can plan for a weekend dinner from their frozen choices. And when I'm out and about in town, I know I can stop in for the grab-and-go salad bar with the freshest ingredients and homemade dressings. For monthly menus and more, visit dinnersdoneright.com.
2: Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show.
0: Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Off the Wall Man Cave on a Monday. We are live-ish. <laughs> Off the Wall Man Cave is at the Belgrade Special Event Center today. It is career fair here in Belgrade, so have been talking to a lot of great kids and about uh, the career of broadcasting. So, a lot of fun. They're on lunch right now, so... Little quiet in the special event center at the moment. Well, what's not quiet was Vigilante, or uh, not Vigilante, well, that too on Saturday for Dylan. It will be crazy on Saturday as well for Western. But what was crazy on Friday night in Bozeman was Van Winkle Stadium as the Bozeman Hawks held off the Glacier Wolf Pack to win a fifth state title since 2010, seventh in school history, first since 2019, and joining us. Now on the Jason Walker show to talk about that is the head coach, Levi 2, Three, two, one. All right, coach, uh congratulations. Thanks for joining me. How's it feel? I guess well, it's crazy. You win state and then you take a day off of school. How's this work out?
2: Uh, yeah, I have to go back to school. I don't get to take day off. We're in the swimming pool today, so oh. fun times. <laughs> nice.
0: Fun times had by all. Absolutely. Uh, congratulations on the win. Um, take me through it because Kellen Harrison just doing what Kellen's been doing literally all year and all of his career for you guys.
2: Yeah, I just made a bunch of big plays tonight, you know, and I've heard a lot about what he did on, on offense, but I think people forget, you know, he had that huge pick in the first quarter to help set up our second score, you know. um, He's just such a force, and, you know, he makes impact plays all the time. And, you know, we had no turnovers on offense, which was huge, and a lot of that's him taking great care of the football. So I think I read somewhere that in our three playoff games, including the state championship, he he completed like 82% of his passes. So, um, yeah, he's been great for us through the playoffs, and he just did a great job of leading our team to a, a championship.
0: Well, and people forget, like you mentioned, he, he has played defense and, you know, a lot of coaches probably wouldn't play their starting quarterback, uh, on defense, but what an amazing job he has done all year and that entire defensive unit for you guys.
2: Yeah, they're salty, man. Um, you know, a lot of those guys have started games for three, you know, for the better part of three years, uh you know, Rocky and Kellen started in the playoff game when they were sophomores. And those three linebackers, you know, Brady's been starting since he's a freshman. And then Quaid and Austin have been starters since they were, um, sophomores. And the same thing with, uh, uh, Hudson Ween. So, you know, they, they're, they're very seasoned group. Oh, and yeah, Cordell too has been starting for, for three years at, at our nickelback. So, um, yeah, they're a pretty special group. They understand our defense and what we, we do. And, um, they just play so fast and so hard all the time. It's fun to watch.
0: Talking with Levi Weschy of the state champion, Bozeman Hawks, the head coach. I read in the article about Quade Ash, how he doesn't get enough credit defensively. And, and I agree with you. Um, you know, everybody talks about his offensive talents and hauling in the, the touchdown. But he is so good in that linebacking core that he gets overlooked because you've got big names in there.
2: Yes. And, you know, and he's a hybrid type guy for us, too. So he plays a little bit of defensive end. In our forefront stuff, and then he plays like a true outside linebacker when we're in our three-three stack. And um, you know, he had an interception in this game, but you know, um, just an outstanding player. He had six and a half sacks this year. Um, you know, a couple inter- you know, an interception, a couple forced fumbles, uh, fumble recovery. He just he's an all-around force, and um, sometimes we got so many guys on defense and, and on our team in general. And he just seems so, he's okay with taking the back seat, and, and maybe he should stand up and be a little bit louder, but uh, he does a great job for us. And I, uh, I thought it was great that he really got a chance to shine in the state championship game.
0: A lot of guys did. Uh, you guys gave up more points than you had all year, but you kind of expected that, I guess a little bit with how good of Glacier's offense is. We've seen him up close and personal. How good is Jackson Presley in that Wolfpack offense?
2: Yeah, oh, they're very good, and you know, and we knew that coming in, and very physical up front. Those two tackles are very good, and a couple running backs. You know, the uh, Cash Kokech here, he was super impressive. I thought um, even faster in person a bit.
0: But uh, what do you have coming back, and, and when does work begin
2: for state championship? Defense? Those guys will be back, be big contributors for us. Um, you know, our starting cornerback Evan Ewan, will be back. He's a sophomore this year. Um, he's a heck of a player. I'm really excited about him. I'm excited to see Cash Embry um, take the next step as a football player because I really feel like the second half of the season saw him bloom into a big-time playmaker, and uh, he's an elite athlete with some good length too. So um, I don't think the cover's is bare. Uh, we definitely have a lot of work to do, no doubt. But, um, you know, I think our kids played against a really good – our kids that were on scout played against a really a bunch of really good football players this year. Um, They say iron sharpens iron, so um, if that's the case, and you know, hopefully our kids learned a lot this year and are able to carry that over to next season.
0: You guys look back at last year, uh, a year almost to the day, and losing in that state championship. How much did that, how much did you talk about it all season, and how much did the guys feed off of what happened a year ago to turn it into a perfect season?
2: Uh, Didn't talk about it very much, to be honest with you. I had the final score written on every whiteboard in my office, Um, and I looked at it every day just to motivate me when I was feeling like maybe I needed to take a break. Um, But as far as talking to the kids, we didn't really talk about it much other than the exit interviews we talked a lot about. We knew exactly what it took to get second place, and if we just did that again, that's probably where we'd end up again. So, you know, we talked about it during exit interviews, but then when we got into the actual season in summer, we really just focus on every day on trying to take the next step and, and be better than we were the day before. Um, you know, that's something I learned from Troy Purcell a long time ago is you don't talk about championships. You go out and you do the daily work and, and the winning and, and championships are a byproduct of doing the right thing every day.
0: Well, he's a pretty successful coach. He's had a good run, so he kind of knows what he's doing. Uh, good dude to learn from Levi Weshey joining us here, Jason Walker show. So, how much time
2: was I could going into that next year? And we knew we had a talented group coming back. Um, and I really regret that. I really regret that I didn't enjoy it a little bit more than I did. I'm um, So I am going to try and take some time and enjoy it. Uh, my wife is my biggest fan, so um, she reminds me. Of-
0: Capital Boys won basketball. Guy Omquist told me he slept with the trophy that night. Have you slept with the trophy?
2: I am not. I even left it in the office. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you. I came in today and it was sure fun looking at it and I've got kids coming in and out of the office all day long, looking at it too. And, and just, you know, I think it's, it, it's really cool. You know, I said this after the game, to somebody, I don't remember who, but you know, our kids work extremely hard and I know everybody's kids do. Um, but our kids work extremely hard and we asked a lot of them and, and they've stepped up all year long and it was really cool for them to see all that hard work pay off. Because as you know, um, Really, when you work hard, you're just earning the opportunity. It doesn't really mean that the good stuff is going to happen. It's just an opportunity, and I think our kids made the most of that opportunity.
0: Well, as a hawk, it's great. Uh, alma mater winning a fifth title, all since or seventh overall, but five since 2010. People forget. The split that happened, you know, four years ago, and people thought Bozeman was going to suffer kind of like flathead. It hasn't happened, thankfully, as a Hawk alum. But uh, congratulations, Coach. I hey, appreciate the time all year, and uh, looking forward to chatting next year.
2: All right. Sounds good. Thank you.
0: That is Levi Wesche joining us, Jason Walker show, in the Off the Wall Man Cave State Champs for the Bozeman Hawks uh man and you know what's cool need uh, uh, to bring up the trophy but what's really cool about the state championship is when it when a team wins it you get a chance you know every class takes a pitcher with it the team takes its pitcher and then each class and then each position group the coaches their wives the cheerleaders everybody involved, with the football team or basketball, whatever championship it is, all get their own opportunities to take pictures with the trophy. And I just think that's awesome. Super cool. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll check in with uh, something else. I don't even remember what we were going to. Oh, Frontier Conference has announced its uh, uh, season awards. We'll talk about that. And the difference in class and class lists. That's coming up. This is the Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rucker's Furniture. Coming right back, Off the Wall Man Cave, here from Belgrade.
3: Store-wide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Ruckers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop records, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. Twelve-month financing is available with approved credit. On most purchases, over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture 1010 Dearborn Helena.
0: Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure well, look no further than Mark LaRoe photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena com. Strength,
3: Beauty, Grit,
1: Superior Craftsmanship Our homes have it all
0: On Euclid in Helena. Jason Walker here, and if you're like me, some nights are mine to cook at home, and there's only one place that I know I can trust for a quick, easy meal for my family.
2: Cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. We kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place, the Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from the Center, the Copper Club Casino.
0: All right, welcome back, Jason Walker. Show off the wall, man cave. We are at the Belgrade Special Event Center. It is Career Day today in Belgrade. Came down to talk about Continental Divide Radio. Jason Walker show. Oh, it's been a fun time. Lunch is about ready to end, so it's going to get really loud in here <laughs> uh, coming up. So uh, definitely look forward to it. Bobcats are number six seed in the uh, upcoming playoffs. They have a first-round bye. Here's the thoughts of head coach Brent Vegan. All of my life. And, um, you know, I know... What- you
1: know by our performance yesterday we left some things to hang in the balance for sure um but i think uh thanks for the community uh the committee i think um values our of work um i do think we feel like we got a you know a really good football team and you know you're you got this opportunity to play into into december now um the second season and you know um, it's I do not say it's anybody's ball game, but you know, I certainly think we're one of the teams that has a has a great shot. So, uh, you know, obviously that that first opponent would be uh, Drake and North Coast State, and you know, we'll uh, we'll take this week to to heal up a little bit, uh, but, but certainly get moving forward on those uh, those two teams and, and see what that uh, you know how we feel like that game's going to shake out, and you know, look forward to uh, another opportunity to play here in Bobcat Stadium uh, on December second, and, uh, and obviously we need a. A raucous crowd here that, that day to support us on, um, you know, these home playoff games. Our atmosphere here is one of the best, you know, in the country, and we'll need that come this December 2nd. So that'll open up questions. In 21, you faced both the, the teams that you could face in the second round or that we, we will face the second round. What it, just what are your thoughts right now, I guess, on, on these rosters, if anything, um, that you know about the Drake and NDSU? Um you know, uh, I think impressive for Drake, first off, uh, to win that conference, I think, and get to the playoffs for the first time. Um, you know, they've, done a, they've done a real good job, a real, real good turnaround for them. You know, I, in NDSU, uh, we've seen them um, a little bit. Uh, they played Eastern Washington. Um, you know, they went through some things in the middle of the season where, where they came up on the short end of, of three games, um, but have really come on strong as of late. Um you know, I think the team in, in 21, uh, there's certainly going to be some, some carryover as far as the schemes the coaching chats, coaching staff hasn't changed. Um, as far as, uh, you know, Coach Enns is still there. I know Coach Roll still calling it on, on the offensive side. They do have a new defensive coordinator, but, you know, um, a lot of tried and true principles uh, that, you know, I just use run over time. So, you know, um, yeah, I think the fact that there's some familiarity from a couple years ago I think is is fair but i am sure we're to some degree different teams too were there any expectations about getting seated or, or not getting seated going into the selection today or did you have any feeling of where that might oh i don't know you know I, I think you know yesterday's uh, performance i said it before it, it hung in the balance you know and i think we weren't the only team in that uh, that top part of the, the most recent rankings that that lost yesterday um so you, you you put the put the thing in the committee's hands and you know um, they do the best job that they can to, to sort it all out. So you know to to be the sixth seed, I think we got to be grateful for that.
3: Um, I guess you kind of do we talked about yesterday, but just how much will this these next two weeks kind of be a fresh start? I guess for this program, kind of heading into the playoffs.
1: Well, you know I think we can we can call on um, you know our last couple of years at the very least and. Know that in 21, a lot of these guys were part of that team, and I think it, it is a reset. I, I think last year, um, on the flip side, you try to carry that momentum. So I, I think you, you, you know, it's a continuation of your season. I, I think you know it's not something that you're guaranteed. Uh, I think no different than you know coming off a loss a few weeks back back in, in Moscow. We got to find a way to look at the things that uh, we didn't do. Quite as well as we needed to, and you know this this next game we gotta we gotta clean that up. Um, but everybody, uh, you know, is in some ways back to square one, and you know having a week off I think does allow you to uh, you know, maybe catch your breath a little bit differently. So, you know, uh, we're excited about the opportunity to to take this by um, and do the things we need to this week that we're familiar with because um, we've had it the last couple of years, and then um, at the same time start getting ready for you know, a new opponent.
0: So that is uh, the voice of uh, Brent Vegan, courtesy of 406mtsports.com. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Bobcats handle the next couple of weeks. They got the seed, which is good. You get the buy, which is good. But you got to put that performance on Saturday behind you. And I read some comments uh, online, too, um, from people who were like, you know, the Cats are 8-3. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Like, What? They're still one of the top teams in the country. And I don't know if it's overreaction from Bobcat fan or not, but, oh, my, grow up. That's just, you clearly are a bandwagon fan. If you don't understand how good the Cats have been this year, and, yes, Saturday was a complete utter debacle, they're still one of the top teams in the country. Are they better than a six seed? 100%. I still think the Cats are probably one of the top three or four teams in the nation. Maybe even the top, well, for sure top three. I think on a, I think the Cats and Grizz, if they met again, it'd be a different game. Now, it could happen in the semifinals. It would be at Washington Grizzly Stadium. But the Cats made this run two years ago. Let's not forget that, folks. They were in the semifinals last year. They almost beat South Dakota. They should have beat South Dakota State. They should have beaten Idaho. I still think they're a top two or three seed. And that's not being homered. That's just being watching games. So uh, there you go. So I did see this too, and I wanted to uh, to play these comments. Remember this from a year ago. Okay? Tommy lot after the win at Bobcat Stadium. Uh,
3: you know, I'm genuinely,
0: genuinely, I want to
3: say, you know, stay, stay away from those guys over there. Quit, quit, uh, you know, t- quit trying to dehumanize those guys over there, taking into their bus. Don't we'll be messing with them. I know what it feels like. We felt it last
1: year. You know, those guys are, they work harder than, you know, nine percent of, you know, people that just uh, put themselves in a position to play the, play this game and, and the dedication they have to, you know,
3: have as well. So, you know, please just respect them and, and uh, you know, take care of those guys.
0: So that was Tommy Millat a year ago after the Bobcats beat the Grizz at Washington Grizzly or at the Bobcat Stadium. Now listen to the comments from the head coach of Montana after Saturday's win. 100% different.
1: The big Sky
3: Champions, how does that sound right now? Battle of Brock, whatever they call it, I don't know what they call it. They
0: call it an ass-kicking, so they call it. Classy, Bobby. Real classy. But do we expect anything less? I mean, <laughs> a kid, sophomore in high school, or college last year, now a junior, Tommy Malott, after the ass-kicking that MSU gave UM a year ago, Talking about respect and class, and then Bobby Hawke, I don't know what they call it, but it's called NAS kicking. Yeah, it was. But act professional, Bobby. You never have in either one of your two stints. You really haven't. Still a jerk with the media. But, and that's not. That's just that you take what you want out of it. You can tweet us at Jay Walker Sports. You can Facebook us. You can email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. I'll even put you on the damn air if you're a Grizzly fan and want to defend that from your head coach. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Uh, The Frontier Conference announced its All Frontier Awards today. And Western quarterback Michael Palindry chosen as the Offensive Player of the Year. Third straight year that uh, quarterback for the Dogs is the Offensive Player of the Year in the Frontier. Palindry passed for 273 yards per game, 25 touchdowns, just three interceptions. Uh, Noah Turnbull from Southern Oregon, the Defensive Player of the Year. First ever from SOU to win it, and SOU had some good defenses in the last uh, decade. Led the conference with nine sacks, 36 tackles, 13 tackles for loss. Uh, And your coach of the year, Ryan Norse, no surprise conference champ. Uh, Blake Counts from Tech, Avery McQuaig from Southern Oregon, Malachi Spurrier from Eastern, Wyatt Alexander from Tech, Eli Norse from Western, Carson Ochoa, Hunter Meacham from Carroll, Garrett Reberg of College of Idaho, Brandon Spencer of Tech. Western's Marcus Lombard and Imori Hurd of Rocky, your offense team. Carroll's Garrett Warden, Tug Smith on the defense. First team, Reese Arts, Tanner Harrell of Western along with Cam Rouser. Turnbull of SOU, Willie Nelson, College of Idaho. He smoked a lot of guys from his linebacker position. Jason Grant of Eastern Oregon. Chip Mitchell of College of Idaho, Kaysen Barnett of Rocky, and SOU Spencer Cuffle, your defensive first team. Your special teams kicker, John Mears of Western, Andrew Almos of Tech is your punter, Caden Cobb, C of I, kick returner, and Kaysen Barnett, punt returner from Rocky. That is your uh, all-conference, all-frontier team. So uh, yesterday, the wife... My wife and the little one and I went and saw the Nutcracker, Civic Center in Helena. I'd never seen the Nutcracker perform live. It was awesome. Uh, Ballet is really cool. I've seen two ballets, both Tchaikovsky music, Sleeping Beauty, the other one back in 2014. But Campbell Midgley and Queen City Ballet, what a performance they put on with uh, the Nutcracker. They do it each and every year. I can't actually wait to go back till next year for it. It's going to be uh, even better next year. What they do is amazing. Six, seven weeks of rehearsals. Locals, both adults and children, the kids are great. But if you get, if you get a chance to go see the Nutcracker in person, I highly recommend it. I remember watching it once on PBS a long time ago. It's when I was working in TV and had like two channels. PBS was the only one that came in. I got a chance to see it on TV. Now, the difference between a local ballet company, which was amazing for Queen City Ballet, and, like, the pros, wow. But Queen City Ballet's performance of the Nutcracker, A+. plus, hundred ten out of 10. Highly recommend it. Uh, let's do On This Day in History. It is Monday, November the 20th. It is uh, World Children's Day. Every day should be Children's Day. Absurdity Day. That's every day since the election of 2020. Peanut Butter Fudge Day and uh, National Child's Day. So it's World Children's Day. It's also National Child's Day. So there you go. Uh, Let's see. On this date in 1866, Pierre Lullement from France invented or patented the Rotary crank bicycle. 1902, Gio Lefebvre and Henri Desgrange created the Tour de France. 1934, 17-year-old pitcher Iji Sawamura of Japan gave up just one hit. It was a home run to Lou Gehrig, solo home run. The U.S. All-Stars beat Japan 1-0. 1977, Steve Largent began an NFL streak of a 172nd consecutive game reception streak. Uh, 1977, Walter Payton of the Bears rushed for NFL record 275 yards. Happy birthdays today. I interviewed this young lady in 2006 at Snowmass during the uh, Winter X Games. Bo Derrick. Born on this date in 1956. Happy birthday to Bo Derrick. And 20 years ago, she still looked amazing. And uh, Frederick Bentley, born on this date in 1975. You might know him better as country singer Dirks Bentley. His first name is Frederick. Born on this date, 1975 in Phoenix, Arizona. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Stop in for a shrimp po' boy, or a brisket po' boy, or pasta Zydeco, or catfish fried. Oh, that's delicious. My daughter loves the fried catfish, and the seasoned tater tots, so good. Get into Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. It's been fun here today. Make sure you check out Continental Divide Radio. We've had a lot of questions about Continental Divide Radio from the students here in Belgrade. People, some of the students have actually listened to it. Appreciate that. Music of your memories. 70 years worth of music. Download it at the Apple App Store and uh, also JasonWalkerMedia.com. Been fun here at the Special Events Center. Thanks to uh, everybody at Belgrade who's organized this deal and almost 60 different companies here businesses for career fair 2024 or 2023. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. I'm sure we'll be back next year. But uh, appreciate uh, all the students and everybody here as well and the uh, administration and the staff putting this thing together. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll be back in the home studios in the -the off-the-wall man cave. And we'll talk more about sports in Montana. The fall sports season is officially over. The winter sports season is just around the corner. Cannot wait for that. Thanks to our great sponsors. Fantastic support from our listeners and viewers. Couldn't do it without you. Wouldn't do it without you. Back tomorrow, off-the-wall man cave. The home base you miss anything jasonwalkershow.com you can email us anytime jason at jasonwalkershow tweet us at Sports. we'll see you back from helena tomorrow another almost award-winning edition of the jason walker show see ya